0: Hey, good afternoon, everybody. My name's Kevin, and this is... Aaron. And this is the Average Joe's Bible Study Podcast. Thanks for taking a while to uh, throw your name in there, Aaron. I appreciate that. I, I do my best, man. It's always an awkward thing trying to do this podcast on on a phone. We never know when the other one is about to speak. Hey guys, today we're going to look at a couple of different Bible verses that talk about the topic friendship. I'm going to list them out real quick, and then me and Aaron are going to just check in on each other. So the first one will be Proverbs 17.17. 17. The second one will be Proverbs 18.24, which is good because it's not that far. The third one will be Proverbs 27.17, which is very familiar to a lot of different people. And the last one will be John 15, 13 through 17, I believe. We'll list them again before we get started. But before we read, Aaron, hey, how are you doing, bud?
1: I'm doing well, man. A pretty good day. A uh, good day at work. A little, well, not even a little. I'm really sore from the weekend's workouts. Moved a little slower than normal today. But it was uh, it was good overall. Uh, how was your day?
0: Well, that was great, man. My- so I had to walk about a mile to the gym. And me and my nephew did legs with our vests yesterday. So we we got some workout vests, and we did legs with our vests. It was an intense workout. And uh, our legs today, we could feel it, and we got a really good chest day in. Um, I got some plans to get my driver's license or at least a state ID this week. So I feel like I'm going to be productive. I think uh, after I'm done with this Bible study, I'm going to do – I'm going to get into my – I told you I had the NASM personal trainer certification program. I bought that.
1: Yep. Yeah, that. so I'm going
0: to start. I'm going to study a little bit in, into that. I'm working on a third module. It's a lot of reading, but I'll get it done. Um, I'm doing real well, man. I I'll be honest, so there's this thought that's been creeping in my mind. I don't know why, but it's um something I really haven't even brought up to you yet. It's that I don't even I don't want to drink, but sometimes I think, "Man, you could drink and nobody would know." And I don't know why that thought is popping up into my head, but it is. So it's, I've been thinking a little bit about that today. Well, because it's just a weird thing, but other than that, I'm doing pretty good.
1: Well, definitely something to address. Uh, I did forget to tell you the best part of my day. I, uh, went oh, what quick was that? trip. Well, I got off work a little early. I went down to Quick Trip, uh, and they, they've now started selling coffee again because they weren't doing it for a while. No coffee, no sound drinks or anything. So I had a Quick Trip coffee today, and uh, – Definitely the best part of my day. Never mind that my, my girlfriend's here and I got to spend some time with her. That's, that's what I right? a quick <laughs> cup of coffee, man.
0: Yeah. Uh, girlfriend, eh, it's okay. Coffee? Girlfriend's coffee, no. okay, no compar- coffee.
1: No comparisons there. But on the other thing, man, I, I definitely I understand that. Feel it. The same issue sometimes, with, with that desire. Uh, where that comes from, but it's a, it's a legitimate thing, man, I and mean, we just really have to
0: be careful to to guard against those yeah. thoughts, man. Just yeah, and it's it's as far weird. As far as the it's weird, and that's why I brought it up because I don't I don't feel a desire to drink. I don't want a beer. Like I've seen my uh, my brother in law, and my sister have beers, and I don't want one. But sometimes, like I was walking the other day, and I was just thinking. I mean, I could go to a gas station and get a beer nobody would know, and I don't know where that thought popped up, like, and I wasn't struggling, I'm not struggling. I think sometimes the enemy just knows what you used to struggle with, and he'll push that down your throat. And we just got to remember, we've, we've won that battle. Okay, Uh so once again, guys, we're going to read out of Proverbs 17, 17, 18, 24, 27, 17, and then John 15, 13 through 17. Okay, Aaron, you want to start us off in prayer? Uh We'll do that.
1: Uh, Heavenly Father, we just thank you uh, again for another wonderful day. We thank you for friendships. We thank you for fellowship. <clears throat> thank you for all the things you're doing in our lives. Uh, as we get ready to talk about your word, we just pray that you'll uh, give us wisdom, and insight, and understanding, that you'll use us to speak what you'd want us to speak. Uh, again, we lift up our brothers who are... Still dealing with this virus and incarceration. i a friend over the weekend that it's not going well. They're not doing much for them. I just pray that you'll comfort them, give them peace, uh, just a, a speedy recovery for the ones that are sick. Uh, keep the ones that aren't sick safe. And we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen.
0: <clears throat> Amen. Well said. Uh, I just got another email today about about our brothers in carcery. There's over 600 of them that are, uh have tested positive, so, uh definitely keep, for our listeners, keep those guys in your, in your prayers, man, they need it, okay, so, if anybody is familiar with, with the topic of friendship in the Bible, they'll recognize immediately, um the Bible verses we hit, and so, I'll read them, and then we'll talk about why I chose it, and what, what it means for me, so, proper 1717. A friend loves at all times and a brother is born for a time of adversity. Then Proverbs 18:24. One who has unreliable friends soon comes to ruin, but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. Proverbs 27:17. As iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. And our last verse john fifteen thirteen greater love has no one than this to lay down one's life for your friends. You are my friends you are my friends if you do what I command. I no longer call you servants because a servant does not know his master's business instead, I've called you friends for everything that I learned from my father. I've made known to you, okay. So it was actually uh, 15 through uh, 14? No, 15, uh, 15, 13 through 15 uh, that we read. Um, Guys, so friendship, I think, is one of the most important portions of fellowship and being a, a, a Christian who walks with Christ. Friendship is what allowed me to really start walking out with christ instead of just saying oh i believe and i am I'm, I'm loved and i am saved and i am redeemed but to actually walk it out and try to live like christ friendship was was the thing that allowed me to do that
1: mm-hmm.
0: so i think that for me it's one of the most critical aspects of being a christian man or woman and what do you think of those verses
1: I definitely agree with what you say. Uh, you know, those are some of my favorite verses, especially the Proverbs. Uh, we, we've talked a little bit about the iron shepherding iron when we've looked at some other passages. Uh, friendship, and I, I definitely, when I think of friendship, I, I, I think of uh, Jonathan and David in, in the stories of the, you know, a lot in Chronicles. When David was running from Saul, and Jonathan was Saul's son. Um, And for the things that he did at that time for being the son of the king, it it was treason. Like he could have been killed, um, but his friendship with David was that important. And that's what really helped David get through some times is what helped him uh, essentially save his life for a while. Think about the aspect of being a friend of God and, and having Jesus as a friend. I think in today's culture, we lose the idea of friendship. We, we don't get it. We think friendships, if we text somebody or we call them once or twice a week or we go hang out once a week, uh, but friendship is so much more than that. And I, I think we we may have a better understanding of that, given our background. Um, when, when we go through incarceration and you're stuck with someone all the time, you can't get away, it really breeds a different type of friendship. I know the friends that I have, people don't people don't understand they're like, "Wow, you guys are kind of weird no we're 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 friends, we're close, we share everything. we let each other know when we have struggles, we talk things out. I don't think the world gets it, man,
0: yeah, I think that so I mean for those of you who don't know, my background is i've spent um I've spent a lot of time in two different organizations that force people to spend a lot of time together, so I'm in the army. I did I've done a year a year long tour in Afghanistan in which I was around the same people for a full year and I did you know another tour in Iraq for 4 months and I also did 4 years in prison so I think that brotherhood that's born from friendship is is in those environments cuz you're stuck around people but not only are you stuck around people but you're going through some of the hardest adversity that you've faced which produces a stronger brotherhood than maybe a friendship that's never seen adversity. And that doesn't mean that your friendship has to see adversity, but if one person sees adversity in a friendship, they get to see how how good of friends and brothers they have around them because they're there for them in that adversity. So I agree with your, with your assessment that some people maybe don't understand that brotherhood, but uh, what I would counter is that even though I've been blessed enough to have those kind of friendships and brotherhoods in my life, that you don't need to go to prison t- to develop that. We yeah. can find that yeah. kind of friendship, and any friendship on the street, and any <clears throat> friendship with another Christian man. But some of the things that... So, one of the reasons why we have such close friendships, you and I, Aaron, uh, is because while in prison, you can't hide anything from anybody. If no. you're having a bad day he- here on the streets... You go to your apartment, you go to your room, you go to your car, and you just wait it out until you're feeling better. And then you go back to public and you put that smile back on. You wait to post a picture to Instagram because you don't feel like smiling big, right? We can pretend to be okay. But when you're feeling bad and you're deployed in Afghanistan, your friends see you. And it may be annoying, but they'll come up to you a hundred different times and say, hey, man, what's wrong? What's going on? What's going on? Until eventually you tell them. And the same thing in prison. So we don't have the ability to hide what we're do what we're going through. So if we wanna I think that it's important that we mimic these relationships we built in prison with everybody we meet on the street. So if we want to do that, one of the things we have to do is we have to be honest, right? So I think I like I really enjoy um if we look at I think it's seventeen seventeen, Proverbs seventeen seventeen. Hold on, I gotta change some pages. I'm still kind of old-fashioned. I like reading out of a paper Bible. I like the um, the paper Bible, right? So Proverbs seventeen seventeen: A friend loves at all times, and a brother is born for uh, for a time of adversity, right? So we talk about how the friendships become brother or family, yeah. right? And so when it talks about your a brother is born for a time of adversity, right? So when you build those bonds and you become a brother. It's important to share times of adversity with them, even though you might think you can do it by yourself, or you might think that you can handle it by yourself, or it might be embarrassing, and you don't want to tell somebody you're struggling with that. Because, guys, there's stuff that I struggle with that I don't want to tell people, but I have to. I don't want to tell people that I think I could get a beer and not, and nobody would know. I don't want to tell people because people look at me and they're like, hey, man, you killed two people because of drinking, and you're still thinking that? Yeah, it's a little embarrassing that I still have that thought but I share it with you because you're my brother and because I know you can help me with it. And so I love that, like, sharing that adversity, however big or small, right? It doesn't need to be this, you know, like everything doesn't need to be life or death. Sometimes, you know, so Aaron, I hope you don't mind me sharing this, but one of the things that Aaron often shares with me is like, hey, man, I still have lustful thoughts, right? And that's something that the world will tell you is okay. So it doesn't, not every piece of adversity has to be this big, like, life or death things, sometimes they're small. Like, hey, man, I still think about girls in yoga pants too much. Right? But that's adversity that you can share with your friends to become brothers.
1: Yeah. that's it. I mean, that's definitely exactly, exactly you know, the thought I was having while you were talking was, that's something I don't like to share. Uh, and I know I've shared a lot with you. Uh, sharing that with uh, some other people in my life just to let them know that struggle because it makes you feel dirty and nasty and, and wrong mm-hmm. but having something yeah say, yeah you don't you think i struggle with that you know when, when you have a guy who's happily married with a family uh super pillar in the community who's like hey man don't don't you think i struggle too like i was just checking the girl out at walmart like yeah it happens but it's what we do with those thoughts and a lot of times when we try to hide them then they they become secretive and then we can start justifying the secretive behaviors. So I definitely have learned to be very open and honest. Uh Even in my relationship with my girlfriend, I tell her, well, you know, if I have those thoughts. Or uh, like, hey, you know, the other day was an example. I, I had to say, hey, I, I checked out this girl's butt. like, And I told her. Hey, my bad. Oops. I did that. Yeah. You know, I try to be that open and honest because if I begin hiding those thoughts, it makes behavior so much easier to hide.
0: And, and it's not being- the road I want to go. And being open and honest creates those friendships, those brotherhoods. And guys, look, I don't want you to think that I'm just talking about male-to-male friendships or female-to-female friendships, right? Brotherhood, sisterhood, right? Because all of you you female listeners out there, if you believe in Christ, you're my sister. And I want you to be able to come to me. Now, I'm in a relationship, so there's some things I might say, hey, it's probably better you find a female friend to talk about this with so that we can have boundaries. But guys... It's not just guys, right? Girls need to talk to, need to talk about their problems and not, and have, have these friendships, these sisterhoods that are created in Christ that allow you, that's completely open, right? Um, so if we look at 1824, right? So I think this is a very important one. We talk about it all the time. I mean, me and Aaron are constantly telling you guys, be careful who you allow in your life, right? And I know that it's hard for you. I know, especially for those of you who are my age, 30 years old and have had the same friends for 15, 20 years, I know that it is hard to get new friends and it's hard to, in essence, tell your old friends to kick rocks, right? Because you love them, you care for them. But one who has unreliable friends soon comes to ruin, Mm -hmm. right? So you have to realize that if your friends aren't guiding you in Christ, if your friends aren't helping you when you need it, if your friends aren't showing you love, if your friends aren't telling you when you're wrong, right? If you have friends that are yes men, those are unreliable friends. And the Bible is very clear. You'll, you'll go to ruin with unreliable friends. Keep good, reliable Christian friends, pe- people who are able to hold you accountable. I don't know how many times when me and Aaron were in prison, Aaron had to say, hey man, are you sh- like that's not how you should be thinking at all. I would have to do that to him, but we we have to have that kind of friendship because that's reliability. Is a friend who will tell you that's not what God wants for you, even when you think it's what you want. That's not what God wants for you. Exactly.
1: I. I it's de- that's definitely a huge point is making sure you have those people that are guiding you in the right direction. Uh, without that, man, it's just so easy to to allow yourself in those patterns. I know I have some really great people around me that are not afraid to say, hey, man, what, what are you doing? Uh, there's been instances. So, so when you talk about when you're in that bad mood, you can hide that. I tend to isolate myself a lot. When I get in a bad mood, I'll shut my phone off and I'll just hide. Uh, I have, I, I can't even do that. My, people will show up at my house. They, they'll, they'll show up at places they know I'm going to be uh, and, and call me out on that. So, and that's been a big key. I know our conversations are a big key when it's just like, hey, even if it's not quite a wrong decision, but something that could be questionable, you just saying, hey, man, did you did you think that decision through? Like, well, what are your reasoning behind that? To at least have that in your life is key because you will come to ruin, man. Everyone has those friends that are like, no, just come out and have a couple drinks with us. It'll be fine no, it probably won't be fine.
0: <laughs> yeah. I think that, uh you know, so having those friends that hold you accountable are, are friends that are reliable. Also, friends that build you up, guys. Being held accountable does not, being, does not mean being torn down, right? If you have friends that are tearing you down, that's not being held accountable. So if you make a mistake and your friend says, you're an idiot, you're the stupidest person I've ever met, why would you do that? That's not what God wants. Are you stupid? Do you think that's what God wants? That's not what a good friend looks like guys, right? so it's it's important to to note that because some people will allow these negative negative people in their life because they're like they hold me accountable. No, they hold you down, right? So accountability means love, but also a pointing towards God, and so that's what we're talking about. Don't don't confuse the two either. If you have a friend who they do nothing but put you down, that's not a good friend. That's also an unreliable friend. That'll lead to a whole bunch of bad consequences due to bad self esteem. Right. Uh so the third verse says as iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. So we just kinda of talk about that a little bit. But I want to go with the opposite direction, right? So we know that if we're around godly people we'll get more godly because they'll they'll lead us in the direction. But it works the opposite way too, guys. If you're around your if your friends are negative and doing things that the world says are okay and doing things that the world says are good it's most likely going to lead you down that road. Now, I won't say that. So I tried to say that to be a little bit more politically correct, but let me say this. It will lead you down that road. You eventually will be pulled into whatever your group of friends are being pulled into. Whether that's Christ or sin, it will happen. Mm -hmm. What do you think, Aaron?
1: I I, I definitely agree. You, You eventually succumb to those around you. It's we all like to think that in the situation we don't, but it usually always happens because it constantly is around you. You begin to have justifying thoughts, and then you justify the behaviors. It's really hard to be around those type of people and not fall into that. And and even if you don't necessarily fall into it, the uh, image that that portrays to others, like you might as well. if, If I'm hanging around all the people at my work that are getting high every day, and we're out in the parking lot kicking it, and we're out in the break room kicking it, what's my boss going to think? You know, I'm obviously getting high, because I hang out with all the people that are
0: getting high all the time. And guys, I know I, I, know what you're thinking when you, when he says that, like, oh, but if why, why should I care what the world thinks? It's not that we care what the world thinks, but it's the fact that our image, right, if we Confess our love for Christ and show, tell people we're Christians. If people have see that and perceive us as being high, then we're actually putting a damper on what God is doing in our life. So I just want to make that quick note before you go any further, Aaron, is we don't care what the world thinks, but we always want to show the light of God. Okay, you can go on. I apologize. Well, that, that's just exactly it. We, we always want to maintain that
1: and guard our testimony, especially in the context of friendship because I've had to call someone out on something that was a questionable behavior in my life, and that's their immediate, well, you're doing this. And again, not that we care, not that it doesn't doesn't matter. To be the best possible people that we could be, to be the best men of God, the best women of God, just to be best examples to our, our children, our friends, our family, our loved ones, it's important to look at that. It's important, to, especially in society today, when we look at all the scandals that happen on TV and the news, how easy it is to just be in the wrong. Place. And coming from yeah. a couple guys who, who've been been incarcerated, you can be in the wrong place at the wrong time and around the wrong people, and you're as
0: good as guilty. And yeah,
1: it's just a, a fact of life.
0: Yeah. So guys, remember, iron sharpens iron both ways, good and bad. And for the last verse, I just really want to touch on this because this this verse is so important, right? This is what Jesus says, right, about friendship. Greater love has no one than this, to lay down one's life for your friends. You are my friends. So right there he's saying, I love you more than anybody else because I'm I'm going to lay my life down. He knows that that's going to happen. He says... You are my friends if you do what I command. So guys, remember, we have to listen to what Jesus tells us to do. I no longer call you servants because a servant does not know his master's business. Instead, I have called you friends. For everything that I learned from my Father, I have made known to you. Guys, this is so important. So we just talked about friendships in a person-to-person level in so many different ways. That's amazing. But Christ is your friend. So think about, as Christ being your friend... What do you want to do for Christ, right? What do, how do we want to treat Christ? How do we do that? Well, we walk out His obedience. Guys, I'm not, I'm not perfect. I'm not pretending to be. Guys, I fall down more, more to, I've had to say I'm sorry to my nephews like 15 times about the way I treated them or done something to them, right? Since I've been in, in this house. I fall down all the time. I'm not saying I'm perfect, but I do know I need to be obedient the best I can. And when I realize I'm doing wrong, I need to churn from that because Jesus is my friend. I love him and I want to help him. How do we help? By doing his work here. So, as, as we would treat our friends, right, we want to treat Jesus. And that means helping him with his mission here on earth. Yeah. So, I think that was um, I think, I hope guys, we talked enough about Christian friendship and why it's so important. I'll tell you this. I love Aaron so much. I try it every day, every single time I call him for this podcast, I try to convince him to move to to Nebraska. Because because That's Christian true. friendship is one of the most valuable things you guys can have. But guys, Christian friendship isn't just with other Christians. It's also with Christ himself. So remember that as you walk out your walk as you you try to walk out your life with Christ. Remember that that Christian friendship is with other Christians, and your friends.
1: Amen. I definitely agree.
0: Not moving into Do you that. have anything that... <laughs> we're going to keep trying. <laughs> have you? Do you have anything else that you'd like to, to add on the topic of friendship before we wrap this up, Aaron, or, or are we good? Well, the one thing I'll add is where we talk
1: about uh, a friend loves at all times, and when Jesus calls us friends and modeling that example. If you got friends in your life, love them at all times, the good, the bad. It's easy to celebrate with our friends. It's easy to to live in those high yes, times, sir. but let's walk them through the low times. Let's love them through the low times. Let's love them when they let us down. Let's love them when they're not doing everything right, because that's the true friendship. That's the friendship that Jesus gives us, because while we were sinners, he died for us. And our lowest, yes, he's sir. still there for us. Yes, sir. Uh, that, that's what I got, Tad.
0: Okay, so real quick before we go, I'd like to, can I make a shameless plug for for an organization I am part of that you know very well? You can do what you want, Bill. Okay, so, hey guys, so I'm part of this organization that a good friend of mine, Daniel Ramos, started while we were in prison. We're trying to get a non-profit organization started. Uh, it's called the Association of uh, Reformed Convicts. We just started an Instagram account at ARCMVMT, which stands for ARC Movement or Association of Reformed Convicts Movement. Uh, we also have a Facebook page, just, uh, Google Associate, or not Google, search on your Facebook page for Association of Reformed Convicts. Guys, we, what we're trying to do is create a pro-social network. So more of the stuff that me and Aaron are doing right now with this podcast more of these positive things that come out of prison, we continue them on the street so that people could be a positive part of our community. For us as Christian men, that means walking out our, our walks of Christ, but it's not just for Christian men, it's for, and not for Christian men and women, but also for anybody who's trying to do positive and, and add value to their community, not just merely living a life, but adding value to their community. So please, go to Instagram, like that page, see what we're going to put out, we're heading big places, guys. We want you to be along for the ride. Alright? Alright, I'm gonna pray us out real quick and then uh and then we'll get out of here and you guys can go on about your day. Alright, ready? Yep. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time to come together and discuss the most beautiful thing that you've given us as humans in the friendship. Friendship with our brothers and our sisters, but also with you, God. You give a friendship through Jesus that we may be with him and he with us, and that he may show us the ultimate love, and that's to lay down his own life. We thank you for allowing him to lay down his own life for what we did. We know we were wrong in our sin, and yet you let your your son come down here and give his life for us, and we're eternally grateful. God, we just ask that you help us walk out our relationship with you on a daily basis, that you allow these words that we've read today to permeate our hearts and affect our actions, God. We ask that you be over this podcast. You allow it to reach people so that it may bring your word to people. God, we ask that you speak healing into the prisons right now that are dealing with COVID-19. We ask that you speak healing and love into the whole world as they deal with this problem. We just ask that you continue to reign over our lives as our Lord and our Savior. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right, guys, Average Joe's Bible Study Podcast on most podcast platforms. We love you. Please, we're begging you for interaction. Please interact on our social media pages. We have a Twitter handle. We have a Facebook page. You can look it up. Guys, please help us out. Let us know what you like, what you don't like. Give us some comments. Let us know what you want us to read. All right, love you. Love you.